Hello and welcome to another podcast brought to you by Life Community Church, Leamington Spa. Recorded at one of our Sunday morning services, we hope this message inspires, equips and encourages you to grow in your relationship with Jesus Christ. Alright, good morning. How are we all doing? I'm being a little bit of a diva there, having the, uh, the music stand rather than a table. I hope that's okay with everyone. Fantastic. Well, for anyone who doesn't know me or who might have just missed the introduction there, my name is Chris. Uh, I'm part of the staff here at Life Community Church, and it's a real privilege to be able to bring the word today, to share God's message to you today. I want to start off, firstly, by asking you one simple question. Why are you here? Why are you here? Because you believe in God? Yeah, okay, great, yeah. Any other answers? Yeah? To talk to God? Okay, great. These are all good answers, but not quite answering the question I'm asking. Why are you here? And I don't mean here, right now, here, LCC, on a Sunday morning. I mean, why are you here? What is the purpose of your life? What is the meaning of life? You're trying to work it out? Yeah? Yeah? To live for God? Okay, yeah. Some great answers. Fantastic, yeah. Cam's still trying to work it out. Don't worry, mate. I'm with you on that one. I'm still trying to work it out. I don't quite know, to be honest. But actually, today, during my message today, I'm not quite sure what's happening with the computer by the looks of it, but it's going a bit funny, but it's okay. We can ignore that for now. Today, I'm going to attempt to help us through this journey of working out, actually, why are we here? What is the point? What is the purpose for our lives? Why? Are you and I here today? Well, I'm going to be continuing on this series that uh, Dave kicked off last week, We Are. And it's looking at just a a few of the key values that we have as a church that help us grow together. So last week, Dave was looking at United. As you can see on our banner here, we've got uh, all of our values that we have as a church listed here. Don't worry, we're not going to be going through all of those in this series. We're just picking up on a few of them. And Dave kicked off with United last week. What does that mean to be united? It means as a church, we're united in purpose. As a church, we're united in passion. We're united in relationships with one another, and we're united in our relationship with God. Well, today I'm picking up on our second value. We are purposeful. As LCC to get today, as church, as friends, and as family, we are united. Sorry, no, we're not united. Well, we are united, but we are purposeful. Okay, so I want to kickstart things off using this board here. As you can see, I have a great big whiteboard here. So I'm going to ask you guys, what does it mean to be purposeful? If I could spell. Uh, Purposeful. Okay, hands up. Who knows, what does it mean to be purposeful? Yes, Cam. To serve? Great, okay. Serve. Yep, anyone else? To care? Thank you, Pat. To care. Okay, let's have a few more. Leanne? Intentional. Great. Intentional. Yep, two more. Useful? Yep, fantastic. Useful. Great. And one more. Is there one more out there? To be focused. Fantastic. Thank you very much, Richard. Focused. Brilliant. Great. They're all really good answers. So as I was prepping for this message, I thought, you know what, if I'm 
if I'm looking at what is purposeful, probably be a good idea to go to the dictionary. So the dictionary definition of purposeful, now it's an adjective in case you weren't aware. It means having or showing determination or resolve, having a useful purpose being intentional. So we've got so much of that encapsulated there, which is fantastic. But in its most core and basic sense, now brace yourself, okay, I, I understand this might just shock you a little bit, but being purposeful means being full of purpose. Okay? I'm just going to leave that a moment, let, let that uh, settle in for just a moment, because I know, wow, purposeful, being full of purpose. So if being purposeful means being intentional, it means having determination and being full of purpose, that raises the same question that I asked at the start just a moment ago. What is my purpose? What is our purpose? What's it all about? At this point, as I said earlier, I'm, I, I could very easily sound like Mystic Meg and say, you know what, I've got everything. I know all the answers. I can tell you all the, the deepest secrets that you've never known. But actually, the truth is I don't have all the answers. I don't know everything, but through studying the Word of God, through prayer, through getting on my knees and asking God. I believe that together we can come through this journey together and we can journey and find out what it means to be purposeful. As you can see on the, board, on the screen now, we have this image of a V and this is going to be quite important throughout my message today, this image of the V. As we're looking at purposeful and what it means, I'm going to try and break it down I'm trying, going to try and break it down to three sections. So firstly, as a church, what does it mean to be purposeful? So that's going to be right at the very top. In the middle, what does it mean to be LCC, to be Life Community Church? And then finally, what is my purpose? What is your purpose? What role do we play in that? Okay, so again, I'm going to come back to the whiteboard. Church, I want to ask you, what is Church. All of us. Great. Okay. Church. All of us. Dot, dot, dot. Anyone else? Body of Christ. Yep. Brilliant. And we'll take just one more. Oneness. Where did that come from? Was that Jude? Fantastic. Thank you very much, Jude. Oneness. Brilliant. Yeah, so that has just about encapsulated all of my thoughts there. The Greek word originally used for church in the Bible is ecclesia. And ecclesia means a called out people. A people that have been called out from their past life. A people that have been called out from their old ways. A people who have been set apart for a purpose. A people whose lives have been drawn away, have been changed and set on a new course. That is the church. Dave said it earlier, we don't go to church at all. We are the church. The church, as Cam said, is all of us. It's every single one of us here today. So if every single one of us has been called out, if every single one of us has been set apart for a purpose, what is that purpose? What is that purpose? Someone once said that when they were trying to describe the church... The church is a club 
it's the only club that exists for the sole benefit of its non-members. The church is the only club in the world that exists for the benefit of its non-members. To be honest, I'm not actually entirely convinced by that because I can see a huge benefit of being the church. I can see a huge benefit for myself, for you or yourself, for all of us together. Actually, there's a huge benefit for us in being the church. But it does raise the interesting point and shift our focus actually from rather being internal, looking to me, myself and I, or to us. Actually, it shifts our focus from inwards to outwards. Our focus is forced out. Matthew 28 gives us this example. Jesus, when he's talking to his disciples just before he ascends to heaven, he's been crucified, he's been resurrected, and he spent a bit of time just queuing up his disciples, readying them for what's to come. And he says this, go and make disciples. Go and make disciples. Go and replicate yourselves. Go and imitate me. Go and spread the word of everything that you have seen. Go and make disciples. Go and testify. That's the purpose that Jesus gave his disciples. But that doesn't necessarily mean go and make Christians. It doesn't necessarily mean go and make believers. It's go and make disciples. Now I'll come back to this in just a moment, but uh, Let's continue talking and thinking about the church at the top of the V. J. Becker in his book says this of the church. The church is not an aggregate of justified sinners, nor is it a sacramental institute for the means of private self-sanctification, but rather it is the avant-garde of the new creation in a hostile world, creating beachheads in this world of God's dawning new world and yearning for the day of God's visible lordship. Let's just take a moment. I'm going to read that again because those are some incredibly powerful words. The church is not an aggregate of justified sinners, nor is it a sacramental institute or a means for private self-sanctification, but rather the avant-garde of the new creation in this hostile world, creating beachheads in the world of God's dawning new world and yearning for the day of God's visible lordship. Whilst the church can be a place of peace, the church can be a place where we can all find salvation, we can all find justification, we can all be built up in our faith. That's not its primary purpose. Our aim our goal and our mission, our purpose, if you want, as the church, is to be a beacon of hope in the world, outworking God's love, God's grace and his mercy in this world that we live in, in our communities around us. So now that I've maybe shaken you up just a little bit, maybe that's actually quite, if you think about it, that's quite a scary image of the church it's 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 not comfortable it's actually it's it's fighting that spiritual warfare maybe now that I've shaken you up let's bring it a little bit closer to home let's make it a bit easier to grasp for you what is the purpose of LCC why do we as individuals gather here on a Sunday morning why do we do 
this thing called church. If the purpose of the church on the whole is to be a bastion of hope, how does LCC, Life Community Church, how do we fit into that purpose? I think we can find the answer to that in Matthew chapter 5. It's going to be up on the screen in just a moment. It says this, You are a light of the world, are the light of the world. A city on a hill cannot be hidden. No one, after lighting a lamp, puts it on under a bowl, but they put it on a lampstand instead. From there, it gives light to the whole house. In the same way, let your light shine before others, so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father in heaven. And we're going to come to that bit in just a moment. But uh, if the purpose of LCC is to be that beacon, is to be that city on the hill, to be that lamp on the lampstand, to be that light in the community, what does that look like? I'm, I'm, I don't know if you understand quite what I'm doing here today, but I'm trying to shake up our thoughts a little bit, to, to make us a little bit uncomfortable. I, it's great coming together on a Sunday morning and singing some songs. Leanne, you guys did fantastically this morning. Thank you very much for that. But there's so much more to being the church than coming on a Sunday morning, singing some songs, hearing some announcements, hearing the word of God, and then going. There's so much more than that. There's, this is probably going to be a bit of a bad analogy, so I apologize because I'm actually missing quite a lot of information from this, like names, dates, times, all the kind of generally important stuff. But there's this story of a painter who was asked to create in some artwork, what does it look like when I say the word salvation? What does salvation look like? I want you to paint a piece, paint me a masterpiece that looks like salvation. So the artist goes away and spends months on end and eventually he's created this artwork and the day before he's about to reveal it, he's looking at it and let me describe the art for you. I won't try and draw it, don't worry, because <laughs> uh, I, I fail at drawing stick men even. But um, what does this piece look like? Well, it tells the story of a sailor who's shipwrecked at sea. His ship's going underwater, but he has found salvation. He's clinging onto this rock, onto this solid ground. To him, that was salvation. And he was going to reveal this. But the day before he revealed this painting, he, he goes to bed, and in his sleep, he has a dream in which God talks to him. And he has this revelation. No, that's not what salvation looks like. So he wakes up and he goes back to work. Months of work is all changed overnight. What does salvation look like? He reveals it to his, his customer. And instead, no longer is the sailor clinging onto the rock for dear life, waiting for the storm to pass. But instead, he's knelt down on the rock and he's reaching out for other people that are swimming about in the sea, that are being swept around. He's reaching out and he's dragging people ashore. He's dragging people and helping them back onto the rock. That is what salvation looks like. That is the purpose of LCC as a church. What is our purpose? Our purpose is to be like that sailor, knelt on the rock, hauling people out of the water, helping them desperately, 
rather than letting them be swept past, be, by le- rather than letting them drown, go under the water, and not holding on and waiting for the storm to pass. That is salvation. That is our purpose. That is our mission. And that, friends, I want to tell you, that is God's kingdom breaking out into Leamington Spa. As we've already established, the church is not a place about its activities. It's not based on what we do. It's not even about you or me. LCC, actually, as a church, it is you. It is me. It is Richard. It is Dave. It's Pat. It's Pete. LCC is us all. And we, as LCC, are an example to our community. But how can we do that? How can we be that example? How can we be that beacon of hope in our community? What does it mean? What does that look like? Well, that is why we come together on a Sunday morning. On a Sunday morning, we're encouraged, we're built up. To be honest, Sunday morning, it's not the core part of what we do as a church. It's the point where we're built up, where we're encouraged. As I said, Jesus, when he sent his disciples out, he said, go and make disciples. That doesn't mean making Christians. It doesn't mean making followers of Jesus. It doesn't even mean making converts. It doesn't mean bums on seats. It doesn't mean hands together praying that special prayer. It means make disciples. What were disciples? Disciples were learners. They were growers. They were doers and they were apprentices, learning from their master, honing their skills, crafting their abilities until eventually they would be able to disciple others. Go and make disciples. Go and train people. Go and spread the word. Go and replicate yourself in your community. Now, I know what you're all thinking. You're all thinking, Chris, you're talking, talking awfully fast. You're saying lots of words. But what does that mean to me? So I get it now. I get the church is not... Sunday morning. The church isn't a building. It's something so much more than that. I get that LCC isn't a place I go to on a Sunday. I am LCC. But what does that mean to me? What is my purpose? Where do I fit in this? You're thinking, I've got to go to work tomorrow morning. And to be honest, I don't know whether at the end of the week I'm going to have a job still. Maybe you're thinking, oh, I don't know how I'm going to get by today. I've not got enough food in the cupboards to feed my children. Maybe you're here and you're thinking, I wish I hadn't said that to my husband today, this morning. Or, oh, if only I hadn't said that to my children. Well, I'm here to tell you that actually, I'm afraid I can't really help you with that. I, can't, I don't actually know what your purpose is. I don't know how, where you fit into all of this but we do know that God has called us all we are all been called to this purpose we are all members of this called out community what that looks like in your life you guys need to discover for yourself we can help you with that and we'd love to but at the end of the day it all comes down to your own personal discovery but God helps us with that. In the book of Romans and in Corinthians and in Ephesians, we read that 
God has given us all various different spiritual gifts. Gifts that might all look differently. They might all be outworked differently in our lives. For some of us, it might be actually we're, we're really good with administration. God bless you. If, you're, if your gifting is administration, bless you because it's certainly not mine. If your, your gift might be generosity, it might be prophecy, it might be hospitality. There's, there's loads of different gifts that it talks about in the Bible. And maybe as I read some of those, just a small snapshot of them, as I read some of those out, maybe actually you feel, oh, actually that might be me. Maybe my gifting is hospitality, or maybe my gifting is one of prophecy, or maybe my gifting is one of generosity. Well, hey, fantastic. That's great that you're beginning to, to discover those, that you're beginning to understand that you have these gifts in your life. But maybe you're here and you're thinking, actually, I don't know. You know what? I don't actually know what's going on in my life. I don't know what I'm here for. Well, let me, let me help you here because these gifts that God has given to us, he's given to us them, given them to us for a reason. These gifts all help us play our part in the purpose that God has called us to. How can you find out what your individual purpose is? How can you play your part in the purpose of the church? The first step I want to recommend, I say I can't, I, don't, I can't tell you what it is for you, I'm afraid, I'm sorry. But the first step that you need to take in order to discover your, your part, your calling, is to play a part. Get involved. Maybe you're, you're, you come here on a Sunday morning, you're, you're a part of the church family but actually you're, you're, you're not serving on a team or something. Well, hey, that's a fantastic way that you can maybe begin to discover your gifts that God has put inside of you. Begin to discover the part that you need to play, the part that only you can play in the purpose of God. For myself, let me give you an example. For myself, as I was, well, it was probably about 10 years ago now, that's worrying. As I was just stepping out in, into my faith, as I was just really beginning to understand that God had put me, set me apart for a reason, I began to understand that God had given me a level of understanding and uh, a yearning for leadership. He'd given me some thoughts to make me under, help me understand how things operate, to, to want to make things move to, to the most efficient ability. I began to sense that God was placing something in me and drawing something out. And then just a few years ago, when I was at Bible college, I began to sense that God was developing something in me for a bit of a, a teacher, a gifting of teaching in me. Now, I don't know what that looks like still. It's still being outworked. It's still very raw. But I know that I love to read. I love to learn, I love to grow, I love to take these complex thoughts, these theories, these understandings and try and make them simpler and try and help other people just grasp a hold of just a little bit of what that might mean. What does my future look like? What is my purpose? What's my part that I play in this purpose look like? I still don't know, to be honest. I'm still not sure, but I'm working on them. I'm developing these gifts because I know that God has given me these gifts for a purpose. I'm working on them. I'm developing them. I'm growing them through serving on teams, through personal devotion. I'm just working on them. I'm not sure what it looks like yet, but I know that they're going to be crucial before my time is up. So that's all well and good if you know what your gifts are in the church, if you know what God's given you in your life. 
But what, as I say, if you're not sure? Well, one of the best ways to explore the spiritual gifts, again, get involved, serve, sign up on a team, start moving in these gifts, whether you know that you've got them, whether you don't have them, you'll soon find out. Maybe you're serving on the welcome team and you're actually really not enjoying it. You're really not enjoying saying, hi, nice to meet you, shaking hands. Maybe you're on the worship team and you're realizing, actually, I'm really not very good at singing. It's probably a bad example, but maybe that's the case. (laughs) That's fine. Hey, church is a safe place to make mistakes. Church is a safe place to fail so long as you're failing forward. So long as you pick yourself up and go, okay, maybe that's not for me. Let's try a different one. Let's go somewhere else. Let's try maybe hospitality team. Let's try back desk team. There's so much to try your hand at. You can really, in this, in LCC here, in this expression of God's purpose on this world, you can get involved in so much and discover so much about yourself please, I want to encourage you, if you're not sure what your purpose is, get involved. If you're not sure on what your giftings are, get involved. Of course, as a church, as LCC, having purposeful here on our banner, saying it's one of our values, saying that we are purposeful, doesn't mean that actually we've got it nailed. It doesn't mean that we've got it write down we are purposeful we know what our purpose is and we're going with it we're running headlong into it or even it doesn't even mean that we've actually achieved our purpose but by having it on the banner by us saying it out loud by saying we are purposeful we're committing to that journey we're committing to being growing trying to work out our purpose in this community when I walk around Leamington I still see areas in the town of darkness, areas of hurt, areas of brokenness. I still see areas that desperately need God's love. Does that mean we failed? No, not at all. But actually, that's an encouragement to us. That should be an awakening to us. It should be a rising up in our spirits, in our souls, saying, come on, there's a world out there that needs us. Yes, we can stay in here, and yes, it's warm in here. Well, I think it's warm in here. Yes, we've got great technology, we've got great facilities, but there is a world out there that needs us, that needs Jesus, that needs God, that needs to know his love and his mercy. That is our purpose, to be that breakout in the darkness, to be God's love and his mercy in the darkness. How can we achieve that? By each and every single one of us deciding that we're going to step out in our purpose. I don't have it down. I'm sure Dave doesn't have it down. Leanne, you probably, I'm afraid to say, you probably don't have it completely nailed either. None of us have it right, but we're committed to the journey. We're committed to finding out what's happening. What can we do to serve God in our communities? LCC, it's time to be that lamp on that stand. It's time to be that city on the hill that everyone looks to. That it's time to be that example in our community and to show God's love in the hostile world that is around us. Just as I'm bringing this into land, as I'm beginning to wrap up and to finish, I, I, I get this sense that as I was preparing this, I got a sense that there's someone going to be here today. Maybe it's one person, maybe it's two, three, maybe it's more. I don't know, but there's someone here who's thinking, 
I don't know. Chris, what you've said is, is great. What you've said is really encouraging. It's exciting. But I just don't know. If only you knew what I thought. If only you knew what I'd done last night. If only you knew what's going on in my life at the moment. I can't do that. God can't use me. God doesn't want to use me. God can't even see me. Maybe that's you. Maybe you're thinking that. And I want to encourage you. I'm here, to you, here today to tell you that if that's your thoughts, if that's what you're thinking, hey, that's fine. In fact, the, the fact that you're aware of this, that you're aware of these mistakes that you've made, that you're aware of these imperfections in your life, it makes you a prime candidate for God's grace. The fact that you're aware of that is the first step to being transformed by God's love and God's mercy. And in just a moment, if that's you, I want to pray for you. I want to pray with you that you'd encounter God and that you'd learn and know his love. But in just a moment, I'm going to pray. But church, today I want to encourage you. If absolutely, <coughs> excuse me, if absolutely nothing else today from what I've said has stuck in your minds, please, I want to encourage you. Don't accept what you're, what, what, what's around at the moment. I ask you, please, take a look at the wider picture. Can we just get that picture of the V up, please, again, Suresh? Take a look at the wider picture. Your purpose. Thank you very much, Suresh. Your purpose that you can see plays such a part in such a wider, larger purpose. But no, that can't be achieved. That wider purpose can't be achieved unless you are playing your part. Unless you are walking and growing in your purpose. Let's pray. We hope that you enjoyed this message. For many more resources and for more information, visit our website at www.life-cc.org.